Hey, hey, welcome to Web3 Weekly with your host, Blockstar Technology. Let's go. So, hi, official hi to the Incarnation and the Federation. <laughs> so, um, technical issues going on with Twitter today. Yeah, yeah, with the whole Twitter space, you know, a little bit uh, acting funny today. So, um, so today we have um, Headspace, Team Headspace here today joining us. Um, so to my left, I have uh, Charlie and, uh, sorry, uh, Craig, Charlie and uh, Maureen. So, we get confused. Hey guys. I know, right? Because I look alike. Um, so today is like uh, <laughs> episode 17 and um, we thought what we did, so we had a few, um, like a while ago, we had a couple of artists as well, NFT artists, and yeah. we had a few subjects and it's always you know, there's so many projects going on in Australia, you know, we think like, oh, nothing's happening, but so much going on. And um, we came across Headspace and yeah. So um, guys, can you please give a little bit of an introduction about yourself and what you guys do? And then you can oh, get what, into what it. What don't you do? We did everything <laughs> before we got here. So my background in education and Bora is a Businessman. You know you are How dare I speak for you? Uh, I dedicated over a decade of my life to education. Um, I worked as a head teacher, coordinator. Uh, I taught languages. I worked with children with special needs. Uh, one of my passions was teaching children on the spectrum. Uh, children who were unable to express their emotions. So I used to use uh, techniques such as art therapy, color therapy to be able to communicate with them. Um, and I ended up using the art therapy for myself as well because I've struggled with my own mental health all my life. Um, hence the you know project name Headspace Hunters. The project derived from my art and we wanted to do something bigger with it. I, I do still teach occasionally because um, a lot of the research I will be putting, I'm going to put a lot of my time into research next year and I, I still work with children. Um, we started working together with Bora with his business about a year or two ago. Two years. Yeah, so he sort of pulled me out of that um, setting because I was starting to, I did burn out, I burnt out, I had a mental breakdown and I couldn't um, work full time in that position, that role anymore, but I was taking on a lot of work. At this stage I started painting even more and then Bora started to notice my paintings slowly but surely and I'm not very good at expressing my own emotions. This is why I go to paintings. This is why I like to focus on other people's stories because, you know, if within everybody else's story, there's a little piece of our own story in those stories. And I, I guess it's my way of sort of vicariously not living through them, but being able to express myself through somebody else's story. Uh, I'll hand That's that awesome. over to Bora because I don't... That's really cool. Yeah. You, you go next, my mouth is dry. <laughs> All right, yeah, so um, if you haven't been able to guess by now, we're married. <laughs> and I'm often the one that's in trouble, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. normal these days. 
yeah, look, so uh, my background is pretty diverse. Um, I've graduated as a civil engineer. I worked at an engineering company for quite some time. Um, the company ended up going bankrupt and my bosses essentially just paid everyone out uh, with some redundancy and closed the company doors. My stepdad's a surgeon, so he said, do you want to help out with the surgery whilst you're looking for a new job? I said, yeah, of course. I really enjoyed being there. So that led me to uh, taking on, because he, he actually needed someone to manage the surgery. And when I was an engineer, I actually was um, doing project management at the same time. And I was looking after about 24 guys at University of New South Wales. We had a big project there. So I enjoyed the surgery. I took on another degree in uh, medical practice management. Just, I like to be qualified at what I'm doing. Um, really, really enjoyed working at surgery. So I was a surgery manager for quite some time. Uh, from there on, I started building a rapport with our patients. We started getting into, I won't dive too deep into it, but we started getting into medical research. Um, this, is, this is a story of 15 years, by the way, wow. so quite a long time. Cool. Um, and with the medical research, yeah. it was actually stem cell research to be more specific. We did the very first stem cell treatment in Australia. Um, when I built my rapport with patients, I really wanted to understand a lot more about the treatment. So, uh, and I also wanted to write, I, I really enjoyed writing, even though I wasn't good at it back then. So mm -hmm. I wanted to learn a lot more. So I took on another degree again. I studied epidemiology. Um, I eventually published my own medical paper as well. Uh, from there on, Sorry, can I ask, uh, uh, what is that as, you know, what is that? Epidemiology. Epidemiology. What is that? Epidemiology. Yes. Oh, uh, look, in, in a nutshell, it's basically health statistics. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's observation of everything around you that you can quantify and mm -hmm. write and articulate. That's probably the simplest way I can explain okay, cool. the degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which is why I studied it, and that's why I published my medical paper as well. Yep. The, the paper was about uh, one of our patients. She had osteoarthritis mm -hmm. and ankylosing spondylitis. She was uh, suicidal with anxiety and depression for a really long time, wheelchair bound. Wow. Um, so it's a pretty in-depth paper that yep. I wrote about that. Um, but yeah, so moving, moving there as well, we also had a cosmetic surgery. I've done a lot of self-taught marketing, um, self-taught Photoshop just to get some ads out there and so on. So that's sort of where my interest in Photoshop and everything started. Oh, that's good uh, because the, I the thought... The surgery took off really well. I thought you Sorry. guys were like... I, I, I just yeah. thought you said like self-studied for surgery. I like that you said like Photoshop after that. <laughs> yeah, it's Photoshop, Photoshop surgery. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, but everything went off really well. Um, the businesses really flourished as well. We poured a lot of money into medical research. From there on, I ended up moving on and I went into a partnership with a friend of mine. Um, we, we, did, we had a signage company where we wrapped cars and did color changes and protection films. So we kicked off that business. Uh, well, I jumped in as a partner and within two years, we tripled our turnover and I recently exited that just, um, in February in yeah, 2021, sorry, 2022, yeah. which is right about the time when we decided to put everything that we believe in to launch Headspace Hunters. Um, and as you know, now we're in a bear market and NFTs are <laughs> not really getting around, yeah, but, but we're um, still here. The project goes beyond yeah. an NFT. We were excited about the new technology. Mm. You know, there's all this talk about NFTs, you know, blockchain. 
And it was, we were at a stage in our life where, you know, we were both very highly accomplished, very young, and we had achieved so much and we were itching for a challenge as well. You know, I was doing a lot with um, education, also working with Bora. Um, we studied on top of, st studied. I've got master's degrees and so forth. You know, I did a um, diploma at Harvard. We just, we're constantly just striving for more. And this whole talk of, you know, Web3, we're like, oh, we're going to be pioneers. <laughs> so we wanted to do something together. And we were like, why not explore this new, you know, Web3 that people keep talking about. We went into Web3 and reality did not meet expectation. Yep. <laughs> We're like, yeah, this will be easy. <laughs> we were so wrong. We were so wrong. <laughs> yeah, here we are, revamping no. everything. And we actually relaunched again. It was a reopening, so to speak, yep. this yeah. week. Long yeah. story behind that as well. Wow. Long story behind. <laughs> All right. So, um, this, you know, so none of uh, the team here really aware what happened. So um, it was myself, I was in a meeting and then uh, this person uh, mentioned, told me like, oh, of course, you know what, I, you know, we just had a, you know, really good chat with this person called Naz. Um, they're doing some really cool projects. And one thing with uh, Blockstars is like a lot of people don't, uh, not, don't know about, it's like we, you know, our website is all about technology. It's about, you know, smart contract forensics and dApps and all that stuff, right? But um, <clears throat> one thing what we are built on is we are built on like uh, three pillars. People first, culture second, results third, whether it's skills or money and all those things are third. So that's what the company ethos is. And what we are looking for is we are looking to support uh, the ecosystem, the Web3 ecosystem, given that we are super young. So as part of that, is to look out for people who are doing good and look at how we can help those people. And um, part of that, when I when I came from this uh, meeting, uh, when they mentioned like, oh, of course, you know, I came up with this person called Naz and this is what they're doing. I'm like, okay, I just bookmark in my mental bookmark, and um, I, I I got I got back, and then I was like, okay, you know. Um, I was, I just finished my uh, emails and things like that for the night. And I thought, okay, let me just jump on Twitter and see who's this Nas person, right? <laughs> what does this person do, right? So, and then I went and sort of, um, you know, went through it. I didn't really look into it too much. I only did, you know, uh, I just went like one scroll on, on Twitter. And I'm like, the person I spoke with, um, a really good relationship with this person. Again, it's like a really good person. And then I'm like, all right, I'll just jump in and just buy some NFTs because, you know, it's the right thing to do and it's supporting local artists. And, um, you know, we are, you know, it's like, okay, if we are supporting, uh, you know, artists, I want to start locally, right? In Australia or Gold Coast. And that's, we are from Gold Coast. So we support quite a few Gold Coast artists. And, you know, I was like, okay, look, let's look, support uh, Australian. Uh, projects before we start, you know, supporting global projects, right? Because we have challenges locally before we solve global problems. So then I just went and bought a um, couple of NFTs, I think, maybe two NFTs. And then, and then I was just scrolling a little bit further. And then I saw um, you're doing your art, the video. 
And I'm like, ooh, I thought I saw that on OpenSea, like something like that. And I'm like, so I went back to OpenSea, right? And I saw that artwork and I'm like, oh, I need to get it for myself, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I've got like, I'm like, I, I'm a, a NFT hoarder. Um, mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm, I'm very bad. I'm like very bad. So Tell me a slot problem. <laughs> <laughs> It's, 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 it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then um, I really like the art. I don't know what the utility behind anything like that. I really like that art and seeing how you were, you created that art piece. I was like, I really connected with that. And I'm like, okay, I just, I got that art. And I'm like, wow, now that's cool. You know, I mean, like, that's something that we always say, see, right? In a few, few times we met with artists. Don't just do the final piece of art. There's so much you can, you know, NFT, you can package it, you know, together with that final product. Oh, the entire creative process. Yeah. 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 You know, even coming to that, why, what created that uh, art, you know, so then bring the audience along with the journey, the yeah. journey, yeah. you know, so then I jumped in and I minted that. And then it's fine. Like now I said, okay, I'm, I'm off to sleep. I'm off the bed. Right. And I'm just buying this and I'm just like putting on, on, you know, uh, tweets. And then, you know, and then it's all kicked off from there and quite a few people jump on and, you know, and I was like, oh, I feel good, you know, for doing something right. And then only I went and start, you know, reading a little bit about what you guys are doing, looking at the Twitter spaces. But I would let you guys tell the story from there. So from your side, what happened? So. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, from from my perspective, I saw that tweet come through and I was like, you know what? This is just, the timing is just too impeccable. So that's why I jumped on and then I said, you just got this piece, but that was the actual matching piece for a one of one Headspace Hunter, which doesn't look like the one I posted anymore because the one I sent was the unfinished version. I just got so excited. I had to show the work in progress. Um, yeah, so. In terms of jumping into the space, we did what you did. We, we came in early and there was Nobody in Australia knew what NFTs were. So when we came in, we felt alone. So we started to support international first because mm. there was we weren't familiar with any Aussies. Um, we ended up going to New York yeah. to meet a few people at NFT NYC. Yep. Um, when we came back, all of a sudden there was this big boom. The Australians were catching on and the beauty of the Aussies catching on was they were bringing in quality projects. It wasn't just, you know, he, he's a PFP project. Yeah. The Aussies were coming in strong with the brains behind it. You know, there's so many amazing Aussie projects now and they came out of nowhere. So, you know, how lucky for us now we can actually get behind the Aussies as you have been and you know I commend you for that like you said let's um look at fixing our own backyard up first before going globally yeah. but yeah. in saying that we help globally too so <laughs> yeah. yeah um I guess so what else there, there's so much to talk about mm -hmm. but we were talking about the art before so I'll yes. try to stay on topic with that as well interesting change a massive change within our project when we first kicked this uh, project off in February, I spent with Naz about six months building the project and our goal was to have a launch around July, which we did, 
unsuccessfully. <laughs> and there was a couple of things that went wrong. Um, one of them was the big lunar crash happened just as we were launching our project. Yeah. That didn't help at all because the crypto market just went downhill. Nobody was buying anything. But I wouldn't def I wouldn't blame it all on that. It also had to do with many other things. The this space changes so dynamically uh, in terms of regulation, interest, uh, liquidity in the market. You know, it just it's just phenomenal how much you just can't plan ahead of time. And when we started to build this project, I put together a 24-page white paper that completely did not get used because everything had changed by the time I finished the white paper. And <laughs> that, that was essentially about the artwork behind that in the very original set was Naz, she hand-sketched some characters which we then digitized and then we ran them all through AI. So what, what we were hoping to do was use these artificially intelligent um, artworks to, we made them into trading cards and there was over a thousand unique emotions and the idea was to collect these mental health trading cards and use them as a trading card game. But people hated the art. And <laughs> no. It was just, yeah. And then people also didn't like AI and you know, we didn't, uh, we didn't know any better. We were just trying out stuff. So after all that happened, we kept trying to put along and try to make that artwork, but it just didn't work out. People literally hated the art. So we made a really tough decision to just cut it back to its bare bones and then rebuild the whole project from ground up. And one of the big major builds in that was to change the artwork. So I sort of kicked Naz off the artist team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> 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 and uh, I decided to, sorry, it's a little hard to hear you sometimes when you guys talk, but um, I decided, well, we decided together that we would do digital art, like actual, and because one of the biggest things was people wanted PFPs, you know, the profile pictures that you wear, not, and our old artwork was never a PFP. So we knew that if we're going to redo it all from scratch, we had to make it something that people could proudly wear as their profile picture, something that they could resonate with. So that kicked off the entire new artwork, which you might have been seeing through Headspace Hunters. And then we also decided that some of these very, very special pieces should actually be made from Naz's original paintings. And so there's a few special pieces like that within the collection, and they're really rare, but they actually have pieces of Naz's actual real life paintings in there. You gotta so, have a piece of me in there, otherwise it gets boring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, and every hunter has a story. Every hunter has a story. And that's what we're going with. He likes the more dark yep. side of things. I like the fairies and the pink because, come on, let's face it, realistically, we see enough crap in the world, right? I don't want to be looking at my artwork and seeing more darkness. He must be, he's always in a better headspace. So, yep. you know, having a look at dark artwork for him is, you know, he's all right with it. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, um, that's actually what you guys are doing with the uh, headspace, like not, I mean, like nowadays like a lot of people talk about mental health where a few years ago, I mean, say when I say a few years ago, I would say maybe at five, six years ago, uh, especially the uh, men really didn't talk about uh, mental health, but a lot of people are now being seen. It's okay to say like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not feeling okay yeah. and it's more acceptable. It's not weak to speak or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, right. Well, like that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. I think you know that's a really good one. Marketing. That's really good for you guys to use. And I think it's um, so. Given that space, how do you guys find it between the female and the male audience? What is your uh, take on that well, in your question. audience? Okay. So when we came into the space, it was there was a bro culture. Mm. Now. This is predominantly because um, a lot of men, you know, are from tech professions, mm. IRL, and they were the first to come into this Web3 space. Um, within, by June, we started to see a lot more women-led projects, which was fantastic. Uh, more women were coming into the space. Uh, there was... Um, you know, mental health, there's a massive stigma around it. And if a man speaks up, they're seen as weak. So we focused on everybody, not just the men. We're not just the, we yeah. were never just one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually told one of our community members' story this week, Chellis Hall, um, and he, uh, we actually gave him 10% of the mints this week as a thank you because we want to pay it forward. Um, I feel like you missed his point to the question, though. What was the, point? Uh, the difference between men and women. Well, we're not, we we're know talking, the difference. Birds and the bees. No. I go into more spaces than him, so I've noticed that mm -hmm. men do actually speak up more. Yeah. But um, the danger. I've also gone into a lot of spaces where people are just um, going into these spaces. They're holding mental health spaces, yeah. and there's a Danger when you hold an uninformed space. You're what? still missing the topic of the question. <laughs> no, let's let's keep going because I'm interested. Probably I'm trying my best. Yeah, all good. I think I think what I'd like to add specifically to your question is that what we've seen when we first started the space is there was so much male-dominant activity, that there was a big outcry for women to come into this space. So what you predominantly heard was two things. One, if there was anything about mental health, it mm. would be men speaking because the demographic was just biased that way mm. because that's because males were the early adopters. Yeah. Then, and then there was a big outcry for women feeling like they're left out of this space. And that's mm. when the women-led projects came in, but that also topped up the voice of women talking about mental mm -hmm. health. So uh, essentially now I feel like what we balanced. see is very, very balanced. Oh, that's good. We have yeah. men jumping up, we have women jumping up, everyone is talking their mind and what we're seeing is a huge culture shift. So these people have never met each other, they've just spoken on spaces, male or female, they all bond together and completely um, just let themselves out. Let, let the inner emotions, feelings out <clears throat> to their deepest and darkest secrets. And the craziest thing is, they won't say it on a recorded space, but when they feel uh, safe in a non-recorded space, they will speak about everything. Yeah. And that goes all around from everyone that we've met so far. I found that during the pandemic as well, like it drove a lot of people into the spaces. Yeah. So people were lonely looking for places to talk to people and it became you know a vet pot so to speak that's that we is, saw that too yeah, yeah. And, uh, he's so uh, smart 
<laughs> well, like both of you guys are smart. I mean, that's the beauty of it, right? I mean, that's a, you know the, what they say. Like, if you don't argue, you don't show have the love. You know, so <laughs> you guys are in so much love. So, you know? Yeah, Charlie, you have a question. Yeah, and I know what you guys mean, and I think that's really come from the actual NFT boom that we've seen come about in the last year or two, where years ago it was more just crypto token traders so it's more of like my wife not interested whatsoever but me and like another group of guys there was like a facebook group called crypto for blokes yeah. and it was just a bunch of blokes talking about shit coins talking about yeah. bitcoin pricing trading and then um nfts come about and you bring a art aspect Yep. into it which is a lot more relatable to the woman as well mm. and many other demographics that we're seeing mm. and that group actually got changed to crypto paradox now because right. of the um woman joining the yeah. space so yeah yeah that, that's a positive thing mm. so you know you guys mentioned about covid i mean um one of the biggest things uh you know out of covid is the mental health aspect because yeah you know, like people, I feel like, I, I think this is my take on it. I, I think humans are herd animals. We need to be among other people. Some yeah, connection. Like connection. We yeah. need that connection. I think uh, being cut off, I think that really showed, look, we need people to talk to and uh, not being able to see your you know, family. I mean, that really, you know, brought this whole mental health aspect even to be to the public. Um, there's, I think I would say that's sort of kind of silver lining. In that thing and um, how did you guys uh, cope with that whole that time with COVID? We um, had a lot of parties at home, no, we put up disco lights in the house, smoke machine, yeah. we yeah. built a bar, we had to cruise through it. No, but yes. in all honesty, we <laughs> I was working online, on site all at the same time and I had injured my foot as well. So it was rough and Bora, well, well he's, you guys were deemed essential, I was deemed essential, uh, so we were still working. Yeah. Uh, what I found with the children I was working with and my teachers though, COVID, yes, it was a different shock to the children and their mental health and the teachers, and then there was the post-COVID effect. Mm. So during that time, a lot of parents were struggling with dealing with their own children. So I was yep. getting a lot of calls with, how do you do this? I can't do this. And I would be constantly on one-on-one -on -one calls. The worst part was there's no start and finish to your day. So routines out the window, you're now doing extra work because you've got to keep up with everybody's emotional and you know, well-being was a massive deal. And it wasn't just the kids, the teachers were breaking down. We had so, we had a massive turnover, you know, the year of, and it was, and then, you know, the teachers that didn't want to get vaccinated again, were losing teachers. And then the children mm. sort of suffer because they don't have someone to teach them. So, you know, it was a domino effect. Yeah. Um, yes, mental, it was mental health was a big thing, but you know, there was also other things besides COVID and the isolation yeah. that factored into all, well, the catastrophe and so mm. forth. We, before going into COVID, one in four children were um, said to have some sort of anxiety or depression and up to 70% of these children take this 
anxiety or mental health issue into the adulthood. Hmm. This is a big number. We don't know what that number is now after COVID. Yeah. So, but all the statistics show that any mental health related issue has only dramatically increased. Yeah. yeah. So it's safe to say there's a big jump. We just don't know what the actual figures are yet, <clears throat> yeah. and we That's won't know nice. for a very, very long time yeah. because those kids need to grow up and become adults, and then we need to assess. There's just so much to look back at, and then it becomes: is it even quantifiable? Because uh, how do you know if the issues were triggered during COVID or if they were triggered after COVID? Um, was there some sort of other comorbidity, as in like another side issue that happened at the same time as COVID? Yeah. There's just so much that we'll never fully understand. We just know it's getting worse. Mm. That's, no, that's it's a... getting better now. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about COVID oh, itself. Cool. Yeah, COVID yeah. definitely made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so when you started on this project and when you did the whole NFT journey, can you please tell us a little bit about your journey into creating your own NFT collection? How did you, how, how did all come about and what was the process that you guys took to get your NFT collection? Like what was the process? Well, it started when he saw, he's like, I saw these monkeys on the <laughs> 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 or something. The board apes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's how it all started, you know, I saw the board at your club. Uh, I missed the boat to get in early, unfortunately, but I think a lot of people did. Uh, so what happened was I, I really just want to understand, I was really intrigued by this new technology. So I wanted to understand it and I started learning it, studying it, and I thought in the video, now this is going back to September 2021. So I thought, you know what, this is fantastic. Um, I noticed Naz's paintings and I thought, I want to be able to sell these paintings. What a great way. I'll just create an account on OpenSea, I'll put her paintings up and they'll sell. They did not sell. <laughs> um, there was so much missing from it. But you're missing the part where I rocked myself because I don't show people my work and I'm like, no, I don't want you to show anybody. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just going to take photos and <laughs> oh, I was going to <laughs> the whole project literally started as a way for, it was all dedicated to Naz and Naz's artwork and her self-expression about her headspace. Um, and the word headspace hunters came because she would paint and then she would uh, come back at, at the next day and she'd be in a different headspace and the painting would look totally different. Like one day it would be happy, the other day it would be dark with sloshes of paint and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, when I when I asked her why are you painting like this and why did you change it, she said I'm in a better headspace today. So that's how we came up with the name. Yep. But it was all dedicated for her. We had a big long story about her journey uh, through her mental health battles and this and that. It got to a point where it became really sappy. I guess it mm. it, it felt like we were trying to milk something from mental health, mm. whereas our core communication really should have been about um, art therapy because that's, that was her expression. So we wanted to communicate that message better. So it took a big turn from there on, but I couldn't take any time off work because I mean, I would wake up because it was, because uh, I was a um, shareholder of a business and we were going through a massive growth strategy. Uh, so, you know, I was waking up at 5 a.m. and I'd be back home about 7 p.m. There was no time for anything. You'd live and breathe this stuff. So essentially, 
we decided that we're going to take uh, the Christmas holidays off and then we had about two and a half weeks and we're going to fully devote ourselves every single day to launching Headspace Hunters properly. Yeah. And we did 16 hours a day every single day during the Christmas break, including Saturdays and Sundays. And we fully built the project, we got it off the ground, and then, sorry, we were just about to get it off the ground. Yep. And then we started work again, because we worked together as well. Um, mm -hmm. And then we started work, and before you know it, dead standstill. There's just no movement, no activity in the project. Um, so it came to a point where we really, really were passionate about it. We wanted to get back. We wanted to do everything for this project. We were mentally exhausted by the time we get home. So it got to a point where we just had to make this really difficult decision to move away from our real life business and dedicate ourselves 100% or not do it at all. So we did. We put everything aside. Um, we both literally just gave up everything and started building this project. And that was in February, late February yep. of 2022. So as I mentioned, it was all about NASA's art to begin with. And it continued that way for a little while until uh, we essentially came up with a trading card idea for mental health, uh, which again, I mentioned it didn't take off. Um, but then the, after we broke that down one more time, we restarted the journey again. It's been a, it's been a hell of a journey, to be honest with you. But, Kudos to you guys for yeah. keep on you know, yeah. doing that, you know, like plowing well, through. That's the beauty of the bear market, right? Yeah. All the noise stops and we had the opportunity to stop, observe, review, yeah. re and then rebuild. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're, and then we came up with this beauty, so. Yeah, but essentially, um, what, what the artwork is uh, now has come from what I mentioned before with having a, a PFP that people can relate to. So it's actually like a bit of a longer story, so I won't get too deep into it, but... Oh, I would say like, let's go deep. Okay. Yeah. Let me get a glass of wine. We had made the decision to completely redo the artwork from scratch. And we had this one guy who joined our Discord, and he was, uh, he came in, his name was Luke Rose. He came in and he was broke, he was homeless, he thought he could jump into the game of NFTs nice and early, he basically just had his laptop and he was just, wherever he could be, he mooched some Wi-Fi and he was making this thing called NFT DNA and he was trying to make some money just by selling his NFTs. Uh, I don't know what happened exactly, but Twitter kept blocking him. He just couldn't get any reach. But we built a rapport through our Discord. We chatted, and then this relationship went quite far. You know, so uh, he lives in UK. Lovely guy. He's got a kid. He's pretty young too, actually. Uh, he's a single father, to be to be mm -hmm. fair. Anyway, so um, I'm going to. I've got a full write-up of Luke's story that I've been trying to do as as a community member story but he's literally disappeared. So I don't want to get too involved in that story because I yep. want to save it for when he comes back. Of course. he's disappeared before as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's come back. Um, but yeah, so when we made the decision to do this uh, new artwork, Luke happened to just be there at the time and we we're talking and he was teaching himself um, 3D modeling, just self-taught using software that was for free. And he dropped a few of his first creations and I looked at it and I went, this, this is, Fantastic, because we were trying to decide what should the base uh, Headspace Hunter character look like, and we knew we didn't want to. We wanted to be completely diverse and all inclusive, male, female, it doesn't matter, right? And 
we didn't know exactly where to start, but when he showed us this artwork, or this this one literally bare basic 3D model of a, not even, a silhouette. it was like a silhouette almost, wow. right? Not even a person. It didn't even have eyes. It had like a little slit, looked like a lizard. Yes. And I looked at it and I said, this is perfect. And we both saw it, we yeah. both loved it. We knew it was perfect mm-hmm. from the get-go because it was so, you looked at it and it was so plain and it could literally become anything and everything. And we said, we can use this to tell a journey. So I actually bought that um, uh, picture off him and then we developed everything on top of that base tray. And we just kept going back and forth between ourselves. And our goal was to essentially tell a story through art. Because what we wanted to achieve was that every hunter we know has a story. And we're really big on story sharing, community stories, our own stories. We want to help people out. We want to, there's just so much we want to do around this. And we've been continually doing it. So now it was time to be able to do this visually. And we wanted these hunters, when you look at it, as if they've been through something in life that made them look the way they did. So, for example, we made I made one where he's got claw marks under his eyes that shows yep. damage. Um, we've got ones with the seven chakras on the forehead. I've uh, got some with glowing auras. Uh, some that are the face is fully on fire, burning yep. up with rage. Uh, there's just so many different emotions. They've got tattoos about what they're thinking under their eyes, or full sets of emotions running down their face and chest that expresses that they wear their feelings on the outside as opposed to holding them on the inside. I've made an invisible hunter that shows everything around you. Um, And what I did on top of all of this is once the artwork was finishing up, I literally built, uh, and I've never seen this done before, but it meant so much to me, I really wanted to do it. So I built from scratch what I called the Hunterpedia, which I only announced on Monday. Oh, wow. And the Hunterpedia is every single trait you can get in the collection, how rare those traits are, but what they actually meant to me when I was creating them. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's all on our website. If you jump on, you can see the Hunterpedia. And it's, it's um, subjective, though, because that's what it meant to me. And when you look at it, it might mean something else mm-hmm. to you. And that's art in a nutshell. But that's what we mm-hmm. tried to capture. So... We just wanted to make sure that if people are going to wear these Headspace Hunter NFTs as their profile picture, that they could truly find the one that they resonate with, whether it tells a story of their past, present, or what they want to aspire for, or even if they just like the damn art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they better like the art because they didn't like the first version. <laughs> yeah, he, so he focused heavily on the art, and then I took yeah. over preparing the panel and you know, bringing together a multi-perspective uh, approach to uh, mental health. So we wanted to tackle it from a holistic uh, mm-hmm. point. We teamed up with spiritual healers. We teamed up with psychotherapists. We've got a philosopher and a mural artist on our team who's already also done the mural behind us. That's awesome. Um, beautiful. beautiful. I love that, yeah. Yeah, I'll need to show you the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's really cool. It's yeah. really cool. We've got Laura's father, who's a doctor, and yeah. um, we. I, I made so my dad doesn't use Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, I, I need I need you in the project. <laughs> Set up a Twitter account. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really important for us to make sure that when we host, see, because we do two different things. We don't just tell community member stories. As Naz was saying, we also bring professionals in to our discussion spaces. We write articles about them and then we host Twitter spaces where we get 
really diverse approach of inputs from multiple different um, uh, perspectives. Mm -hmm. And that's why I felt my dad fit in perfectly because he's a medical doctor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then we've also got Amanda Salas joining in, and she's got a PhD and worked in Geneva. As she's in, she worked in nutrition. Um, so one of the spaces is going to be about um, intermittent fasting and how, you know, eating yes. the right food changes your biology. Yeah, I've just been working to get more connections. And, you know, we're lucky because we were academics ourselves. We were in a, you know, um, a community, you know, full of, really intelligent people and we're lucky enough that they're supporting this but, journey but yeah. you know they don't even have Twitter yeah. so yeah. this is <laughs> not because we're all we're so deep into web3 and nfts and some of these guys that are uh, very much living in the web2 world but to a point where they don't even use social media so we have to try to bridge somehow them into social media and then into NFTs, and it's like, they're just like, what, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's because we want informed opinions. I yeah. don't want to be going into a space and hearing people egg each other on. Yeah, so this so is one of the things that really bothered us in the yeah. beginning. Um, not even in the beginning, it still happens. Mm -hmm. So we would jump through spaces and yeah. we would listen to people talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. And there would be, with no, no, I'm not even saying something's wrong with it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, <laughs> so, so much fun. <laughs> there was so much misinformed opinions just being spread around. Like it was ridiculous. Mm. People didn't know the answer. To, so someone would jump up and ask a question. People didn't know the answer, and they would answer it anyway. And they would end their sentences with, "But I don't know." And then other people <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." And then they'd start spreading this misinformation around. One day I was in a space, and I, they asked a question. I knew the answer. So I'm sitting there with my hand up in a Twitter space <laughs> waiting to be acknowledged. Yes. They didn't acknowledge me, and all they did was take on about four different opinions of these people that was completely wrong, mm -hmm. and then they were like, yeah, right on, brother. Yeah, that was perfect. yeah. <laughs> they were Americans. Oh, uh, so, my God. So that, that, this, this sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, that, that, that sounds like, it sounds exactly like a human <laughs> version of the issue that you have with algorithms on social media <laughs> that keep yeah. feeding you the same you know yeah misinformation yeah. i mean like what you say uh, you have a saying craig which one i'm not a doctor but i'll take a look yeah with having there's wonderful communities out there that host spaces where people come in and just talk about their day and it's um it's nice right it, mm. people aren't giving advice they're just letting people be heard and that's beautiful um it just it worries me when they're getting advice and it's not they've got to be careful you don't know how a person's going to be triggered and that's my only concern. Mm. Um, I just don't want to hear crap out there. We've been in many spaces. Like there's wonderful projects out there, especially Australian projects. Yeah. Like go out there, talk about mindset. Mm. Um, I'm sure you would have come across other projects doing fabulous yep. things as well. Of course. I can, you know, keep naming them. You've got war dogs working with veterans and their mental health. Um, 
not sure if you're familiar with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. We, we are, yes. uh, you yeah, know, yeah. we are believers of uh, War Dogs uh, project, and yeah. it's such a great uh, project that is. And yeah, yeah, the top blokes um, mm. love what they're doing, and you've got Narita working with um, veterans and chronic illness as well. Uh, there's so many good projects out there, and all I say is please look for the quality in the space. And you know, it, there's nothing wrong with flipping; it's fun. We all do it. This guy was flipping constantly, and he's you know, flipping NFTs to be specific. Flipping NFTs. <laughs> 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 the hype in the money aspect of the, you know, it draws people's attention to it. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. But yeah, also let's take care of the good projects out there too, because you know what we're building in Australia. It's going to go beyond just being a JPEG. It's going to be more than just a JPEG. So, yeah, remember that. I know, right? So, <laughs> I was going to, now my next question actually for you guys is like, you know, so um, awesome project. So, what is the utility? What is the, what, what is the purpose of the project that you guys are doing, the Headspace? There's a, there's a couple of different things that we're doing. Um, so if you consider the NFTs essentially as membership tokens, um, and by owning a Headspace Hunter, you're a member of the community, uh, a formal member. But even if you don't own one, we still welcome everyone anyway. We're not uh, biased like that. But the so there's different utilities we have. So you, we've got utilities along the way when we're minting to encourage people to mint because I'm, you know like it, it's great to have a. It's great to have a project that's doing really well, but people in NFTs still want to make money. They still want incentives and one part, you get people who support you for the project and they support you because they believe in what you're doing, but then you still, it's not enough to sell out a project. And unfortunately, if you don't sell out a project, it makes it very difficult to get it off the ground. Because this is initially, this is um, essentially like a new business startup, right? Yeah. So um, we've got incentives along the way, which is a part of the utility. So I'll talk about that first and then I'll dive into what we're doing in the further utilities as well. So one of the so along the way, what we've got is I actually haven't explained it yet. Get so, it together. <laughs> <laughs> we've got so we've got the headspace hunters, right? And these are the main characters. But what I've also been working on is what's called blobby friends. So these headspace hunters, they have little tiny blobs that represent your past. Uh, your present and your emotions and so on and they stick just behind the hunter's shoulders. They float up out of thin air and they and I've designed 20 different blobby characters and there's a very very strong utility attached to those and along the mint process we've got incentives so for example if you get the golden blobby um, you get uh, 0.05 ethereum so that's that's a monetary reward. We've got um, Another blobby which I haven't named specifically because and I won't here because I'm going to do an announcement. But cool. if you capture one of those, we've got our next project ready to launch already. So we we preemptively knew what we needed to achieve. So we've built two projects at once. Um, you get a free mint for our second project. Um, if you catch or if you hunt if you hunt uh, five blobbies and ten and twenty and so on. So if, and if you hold all of them, there's going to be intermittent rewards along the way. So these will not just be financial rewards. So for example, we've got uh, Miss Jen, she's a spiritual healer. She's, uh, she's wanting to help out our community members who believe and understand and want to learn about spirituality and spiritual healing. So certain things you hold grants you access 
took one-on-one time with her. Um, we also have the IRL coffee companies we're working with that gets you tangible yeah. as well with a discounted price. So um, we're currently working with Maxim as well. Yeah, so that, that, that adds to one of the utilities, right? So uh, now, so those, those are some of the minting utilities, yeah. mm-hmm. and there is a little bit more as well. But then in terms of membership utilities, when we do community story write-ups, so we've got a Medium page that we've been um, publishing articles on. Uh, we've just, and we're going to expand this, but our initial, we've, we've just got published in Maxim's mental health section. So uh, we published an article that was happiness is kind of bullshit. They didn't want to use that as a title, so they called it happy days. We still, we still got published yeah. in Maxim's mental health section, and so anyone on in our community who wants to contribute to published articles, once we get published, they'll be formally published in print media, online media, and we're only going to expand on this. This was the very first step. So that's one part of the utility. Um, we're doing a lot of community storing, uh, so community stories, and we truly believe in paying it forward. So. As Nas was explaining when we first started talking, just yesterday we held a space with Chellis Hall and we narrated Chellis' story about how he had an accidental overdose, a stroke and uh, a divorce and he decided to basically commit suicide. It's a very, very sad story but very much heartwarming at the same time. So what we're, what we're trying to encourage is Storytelling, getting up, be brave, share something that means something to you. It doesn't have to be a sad story Maybe about. if you want to share I, it. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have to be about. Um, I tried to kill myself, and this is why, and I'm great now. No, it could be significantly bigger than that. So, for example, if you've painted something, tell us what it means. What was going on in your head when you were painting this? Well, we've even got war dog story published. War dog stories on our on our um, medium uh, page as well. So, and what we did in this space as well, we, as we were minting, 10% of all the mints up until the end of that space, we uh, gifted all of them to Chelly. And this is another utility if, as a member, we'll keep it rolling forward. Yeah. Um, and then some of the big things that we want to achieve, when I was talking about these blobby characters, talking about mental health, educating and growing together, um, and supporting each other is a big part of our culture, the reason why we exist. Mm-hmm. But it's not a utility. Um, and it's not necessarily enough, we feel. You know, because it's good to treat a problem once you've got it, but if you can stop that problem from being a problem, if you can catch it early on, that's really early early uh, intervention is what, what we need. Yeah. And this is where these blobby characters come in. Intervention, I'd say support is support. a better word. Potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> so the blobby characters, yeah. uh, the, the biggest thing we want to achieve with them is, yeah. so she's, uh, she's, uh, Naz has looked Naz, after. she has a name. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, she's put, I, yeah, I'm conscious about saying she's. <laughs> She's put together um, <laughs> curriculums, she's looked after multiple canvases because she's been in education well over a decade. Yeah. Uh, she's written things and changed, and you can you can talk about this a lot more, but with the Blobbies, what we want to achieve with <clears throat> her educational background um, and resources and contacts she's got availability to, we want to utilise these little Blobby characters 
for education of the youth mm -hmm. towards mental health, the importance of it, self-expression, but also, this is the really important part, quantifiable data to actually understand what makes a difference for kids and then what we can roll into education. So yep. the biggest thing we're doing with our project is we've just kicked off Discord. Like we don't want Discord anymore. So Everything we're doing is we're going to try and do a pilot through our website and then condense that into an app and then use the app to collect data, but also as a peer-to-peer uh, resource sharing program that's anything to do with mental health and art and anywhere in between. So it's a nice little niche where people can get rewarded for sharing, request resources, we can collect data, see what's working, see what's not working, utilize this within schools, collect data about what about children, um, about in an ethical way. Yeah, <laughs> if they colour in certain things, what? How do they feel at the end of the day? You just, but this is Nazis. This, this is Nazis. Yeah, so, totally butchered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, when you come to um, that project um, and collecting data, and uh, you know, we have a, a lawyer in 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 the room. So uh, I'll let uh, you ask a question, Maureen. Oh, fabulous. I wasn't sure which question he was going to ask, so I'll just make up but a couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, like you said, there's going to be ethical boundaries and like you know, um, surveillance on children and all that stuff. How would you be going about making sure that you know it's all used morally and you're not selling it to third parties and they go and abuse that data? Because we all know that data is probably the most valuable and misused commodity at the moment, especially with machine learning when we lose control of how that data is actually used and then used against people, what are you guys going to put in um, place just to ensure that, you know, it stays for a good cause and a good reason? Okay, so I'm dropping the alpha now. Don't steal my IP. No. <laughs> 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 so I was going to get them to sign another slide. I started my PhD, then I met Bora. And I halted it. So my So what happened was my PhD was based on new literacies and using technologies, digital literacies within the classroom. And I didn't complete it. So what I will essentially be doing is running it through a university. I will be um, going back to uni mid next year. And the university makes us sit an ethics committee. Yeah. So I'm hoping to pass that. And once I do that, then the funding will come in and everything else will take place after that. I, does that answer your question? Um, yeah, I guess so. It's a, obviously a futuristic plan to yes. l learn yeah. ethical boundaries. Yeah. So are you guys wanting to focus? It seems like you have a passion on wanting to help children through like their advancement into adulthood and even though all the research isn't back, seeing what changes can be done now and what's working and what's not. Do you have a real focus on children predominantly, like being the future of Australia? I do. I'm, she does. I'm obsessed yeah. with education. <laughs> yeah. I've dedicated my life to yeah. it. Um, it's driven me crazy too. You know, it, it's so much so that I, you know, I had to stop neglecting my own family because of it. You know, yeah. I forgot to be a wife and a mother to my own child. <laughs> so, yeah, and I had to, um, yeah, I was really, like there were days I would take my daughter and put her under my desk and be like, now you sit here while I teach. <laughs> so, 
we noticed a significant change and then I just continued to study. study I did a bit of, um, uh, I jumped into biomedical science because I was interested in how, the, how it all worked. So, yeah, does that answer your question? It answered that question and about four others, which was great. Don't be sorry. It was fantastic. You know what? Very efficient all at once. It was great. Yeah, I love because I'm married to this. You know, if you ask her, what really? Nothing's wrong with you. I asked one simple question about color therapy, and she's like, color therapy? <laughs> you know what? I would say I would say this is the most fun we had on our podcast. Yeah. Can, can, can I request oh, that we get Naz and Bora on again next yeah. week? Yeah, next week. Even yes. if it's just to make sure they're still married. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that that's so good. So um with your collection, how many uh how many characters are there? How many PFPs are there? Did you say? There's uh, 8,526 to be specific. There's, but there's a big but. <laughs> okay. When, so as I mentioned, we treat this like a new business startup, right? Yes. And if you know anything about economics, the very basic economics tells us that uh, supply versus demand literally drives everything. Mm. If you have a high supply, and a low demand obviously doesn't go anywhere. If you have a high supply and a high demand, it balances out beautifully. But if you have a high supply, I'm oh, sorry, a low supply and a high demand, it skyrockets. So this is the foundation because I've got a pretty good, uh, strong background in um, business too. So and this is the foundation as to which we built our NFTs on. Mm. So we're on the Ethereum blockchain, and within our contract, I've got it coded. There's a that we've got a burning mechanism. So what we'll be doing is after we have the full collection mint out and it's a part of the utility, I'll be introducing a really strong incentive for people to burn four of the Headspace Hunter NFTs and they'll get a replacement, a very a, a brand new one uh, to replace it. So essentially we're going to burn 75% of our supply and we're going to bring the quantity down and hopefully by this stage if everything goes according to the track demand should be through the roof. That's what we're hoping for. Mm. Um, and we're going to keep working until we get there. Yeah. So what that means is it's going to bring the supply down to about 2,100. And um, if uh, if everything goes according to what I'm hoping for, anyone who's got some in the early days should see a pretty nice boom. So it's, it's really difficult because what we've tried to do is find this really careful balance between doing right for mental health but also trying to keep the other side of people happy who want to actually make a profit from NFTs because it's, it's such a niche and the ecosystem of NFTs is so new and we've been here for a long time now and you can't have one without the other. And even in a business startup, you can have the most amazing idea for an app or whatever it may be, but if no one invests into you, then it goes nowhere. Yeah. So you, we've, And we've been trying to make this a very strong business. That, that's awesome. He does the business side of things. I do the fun stuff. The fun stuff, <laughs> the hard stuff. Cool. I'm All right, guys. I think I think we are closing. Uh, coming to the uh, close time for another two minutes. So in okay. this in these two minutes, um, what questions do you, have you guys got? Any more questions, Charlie? Um, 
my question would be, can you share your website where people can mm, come um, check out the minting page and check out the Wikipedia on your collection and also just let people know your Twitter handle for Headspaces as well so they can find yeah, you online. So, where do you want me to share it though? <laughs> oh, just, just say it out loud, mate, yeah. And we can, we, can add it, we can add it into the comments after this. So. Our, um, our website is headspacehunters.com, as simple as that. Our Twitter handle is at headspacehunters, but there's no E at the end. It's huntrs, because Twitter is just, that didn't let us uh, put the extra character. For anyone who wants to support the project, I think uh, I, I, I absolutely encourage you, um, join the community, share your story. Uh, support the project, anything, if you like what you've been hearing. We're minting for 0.0333 Ethereum. And uh, the reveal for the artwork will be next week. So currently, whatever's minted is unrevealed. Awesome. Oh, great awesome. timing. And also, one question, do you do weekly spaces or...? We do. Uh, we do. They're not... So every Monday, 8 p.m., uh, in Sydney time, AEDT, we host a space. We work through the emotional stack on Mondays. So next Monday, we're actually going to be talking about anger and pride. Oh, That'll awesome. be the next one. And, and then this is the one we bring the professionals into. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And we will be doing the community member sharing stories, but that is a bit more when people come to us. Uh, we've got some in discussions at the moment, but the problem is we're nearing Christmas and everyone's sort of winding down. Um, but yeah, so we tend to try to hold at least two spaces a week. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Thanks, guys. That's great. Um, I'm just going through your um, the link tree. Uh, yeah. Uh, NASA's, uh, there's a link tree. Uh, clicked on that one. And there's a, okay. the, the last option, uh, the Headspace Hunters. Um, when I click on that one, it says uh, Mint Now 0 0.033. Yep. When I click on that one, uh, the link is broken. So. Please have a look at that one, please. <laughs> it, it was literally working this morning. You failed live. <laughs> you failed live. Because, because, because I, I want to mint one now. <laughs> All right. Oh. It's probably, oh, my baby has an iPhone. We've had people mint through iPhones as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. don't go through Naz's one. I think she might be using an outdated one. If you don't ah. want to out Twitter, yeah, headhunters. Okay, headhunters. Let me go through that Does one. Does it look like this? It throws me under. Yes. It throws me under. Okay, no. Okay, let me go there. Yeah, go to headspace. So, Bora, so you're safe, mate. You're doing great at life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he cleans it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should also mention that everything I mentioned is actually there as well. So yeah. if you can see, we've got the mint button. Yes. Uh, also the wiki, the Hunterpedia, the announcement tracker, everything is on there. All the oh. links to our medium and even our email contact us as well. So awesome. Great. Awesome. Awesome are guys. Are you guys in Vegas? Uh, we are in Gold Coast. We are in Rabina. Okay. Did you go to that? I no, no, we weren't there. No, we weren't there. We went to the uh, the um, we were at the something NFT. X uh, oh. digital, and we were at the we went to the NFT fest in Melbourne. I was at NFT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Myself and Charlie, we were there. Like pretty much, I think we still 
we hardly managed to speak to everyone. I think there's a, you know, there's a lot going on um, at that event, but, you know, we managed yeah. to connect with like, as like a lot of people though, uh, really good yeah. event. So. Or as an introvert, he struggled. It I, was, had to, it was hard for me. I had to send him to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't cope very well. Uh, I've just sent a link tree to you on the Blockstars uh, in, uh, Twitter. Ah, okay. Smiling tree, then? Yeah, I'll fix yours, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you're walking around with a broken one. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm permanently broken walking around. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that works. Yes, so that works. Um, so I'll make sure um, I meet one today. So. Ah, love yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. No worries. Awesome, guys. If you need any help with whatever you're doing, yeah. Um, I know you're coming into the NFT space new, correct? Yeah, so yeah, so we have been uh, for about 18, 18 months, 20, 20 months. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we have... Like a parent. Yeah, so we have yeah, 20 yeah, months or so. Yeah, we've been married 18 months. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we started uh, about uh, 20 months ago and today uh, we have... Um, sorry, so we have uh, in uh, Gold Coast and Brisbane, so we have two offices. And we have close to about 80 people working for us in, in all in Australia. So we do, uh, we do crypto forensics, we do uh, development, we do 3D artwork, we do, uh, we do a smart contract uh, audits for other Web3 companies as well. Uh, what else we do? We, Forensic. Forensics. Yeah. So pretty much we cover a wide variety of um, services and um, you know um, dev work and products as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, but you know like like everything else, you know, uh, I would say we are new in the real world, but mm -hmm. in blockchain space, I don't know we call it like in dog years. So yeah. it just goes in like seven years. I would say I feel like old, but <laughs> man, it's like constantly learning. Though I think that's the beauty of this space. We are learning so much, like so many new things and. People like yourself, I think the more we build those relationships, I think that's what counts. And that's a beautiful thing about the current um, environment. No one is, it's, it's very uh, quiet. No one is, there's not much noise out there talking about that's the floor price, mm. best time ever. So best time to start building and uh, projects and things like that. And, and that's what we are here. You know, we want to support local uh, yeah. projects, yeah. Yeah. you know, and see whether, you know, um, and see, you know, how we can help and, you know, and vice versa, you know, I think that's a, uh, that's a beautiful thing. So I appreciate you guys and I appreciate the support. Let us know if we can support you in any way. Just don't ask me for a kidney. It's not happening. Related, please let us know. Of course, if we can help, we'd love to help. Yeah, thank you. It's what we like to do. Thank you so much. Likewise, likewise. Thank you, guys. And I think we're just going to get you on again. Yeah, it's so much fun. So much fun. Like it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, because it is next time. All right, gonna open that bottle of gin. You've been bottling up there. All right. Yeah. Oh. All right. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good fun. See you guys. Hi right, guys. Thank See you. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe.